Welcome to the Bookkeeper's Voice, an informative and entertaining podcast for bookkeepers who love small business. Each week, Amy Hook explores new ideas and shares real-life stories along with inspiring guests from both inside and outside the bookkeeping industry. Every episode will leave you with a fresh perspective along with industry-specific tips and insights to help your business and your clients' businesses thrive. Good morning, everyone. This is Angie and Maya again. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day so far. We are joining you for our second edition and chatting to you about your website and how important it is for bookkeepers. And um, today we're going to be talking about a really exciting thing that we actually really love doing, but it's a bit nerdy. Um, so bear with us this uh, episode, but we're going to be talking about how to streamline your work processes with your website. Do you want to say hi, Maya? Hi. Yes, <laughs> that's what we're talking about today. Streamlining your processes, automations, you know, all that fun, geeky stuff that we love. Yes. Oh, I Even love if it. you don't love it, yeah. if you start doing it and you figure it out, then you will also love it. I love it in a different way that you love it. You love setting it up. I love using it. <laughs> oh, I like both. That's true. That's true. So I love it because it helps just make my life easier. <laughs> that's... I think I, I like setting it up because I know it will make my life easier. Yes. Yes. I don't love so much setting it up because I I'm always worried if something's going to go wrong, if I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> um, but it, it always really helps knowing that you're there and that you can just do it for me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I love it because like, especially in the sales process for me, um, it streamlines everything and it makes the follow-up process and just client communication, which is what I focus on, um, 10 times easier and less manual. It makes sure that I can actually check in on people and um, it makes sure that, you know, people who need support are getting it um, where you like doing it because it saves you time from doing everything else because you're so busy during the day. Yeah. Um, it's, I, it's one of those things um, I've actually never worked in a company that had such fantastic workflows and processes before going with Savvy. And it's amazing. And it's all like the whole starting point is done through the website. So we wanted mm. to kind of share with you guys how we do it so that you can have the same. It, it saves us so much time. Like we, both of us only work, part-time that's the way that savvy is and that's how we continue to stay passionate working with you guys um so we can do that because our processes are doing half the work for us which is great it's awesome so first thing that um i thought would be good for us to chat about is actually going through the first section in the process that for most of our clients and that's like actual sales process. So, you know, coming from, they found you on what online, they've come to your website and now they want to engage. So um, I thought we could 
kind of pick your brain um, at how you can optimize your booking form processes. Yeah. Okay. So, um, well, the booking form is basically, well, do you mean booking form or initial contact form? Booking form. Just, booking just form. the booking form. Yeah. We'll talk about the initial consult form afterwards. So is this for people who are already your clients? Let's talk about both. Let's talk about people who are like interested, like they just need more information and then. Okay. So an initial consult. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about the initial consult now then. See, there's so many different ways that you can do it. <laughs> and this like, so when you say booking form, there's, you want like, you know, a booking form for your, your clients who, mm -hmm. um, you know, if they get, meetings with you quarterly or monthly then you can have a booking form for that on your website where they just go and they book in yeah, to their monthly awesome. meeting so you don't have to do anything um and then you've also got your um initial consult initial consult and the way that i normally set it up is i combine the um the initial contact form with the initial consult. Yes, it's great. <laughs> so it's all the one thing. So, um, and this won't necessarily work for everyone, but the way that I like to do it is you ask in the, you set up a form and you ask for their name, their email, their phone number and their business name. So mm -hmm. you can give them a quick, Google before you yeah. talk to I, That's okay. For one, you ask for the business name so you guys can do a quick Google before you contact them so you can learn about the business before you call them. Don't just call someone. Try <laughs> and even like, even if it just has the first name, try and Google so that you mm -hmm. can find out something about the business before you talk to them. <laughs> yeah. So you're not going quick in completely tip. blind. Yeah. Quick tip. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then that's the basic information and you should also have a message box, like yes. a, a slightly bigger box for them to type in, you know, a bit about themselves or a bit about their business or a bit about what they're looking for, that kind of thing. So those, those things are the main things that you should have. Um, and then there's extra things that you can add, like, uh, what, uh, what they want specifically upfront. So on the off the hook website, on our contact form, um, there's a, a number of this, uh, a number of different options. And so they can choose if they want someone to call them, they can choose if they're just looking for a quote, they can choose if they want to book in an initial consult. Um, and then that's when it starts getting like to the real geeky. That's where the stuff. workflow comes in. <laughs> because yeah, because that is what will, that's what we use to determine what email they get sent. Mm -hmm. So if they choose uh, pretty much whatever they choose, we still do the same thing, but we send them a slightly different email. Yeah. And these are, so, these are automated emails as well, guys, yeah. that you have, you don't write them every single time you need to send mm -hmm. them. They're already you write them once and you yes. say, if they select this option, I want to send this email yes. and then it's done. 
Um, so basically, we, or Amy, calls them as soon as she gets notified, which is also done through the automation. So okay. if, the, if the form gets filled out, she gets notified. Um, and so she gives them a call regardless of what their option was, unless they specifically said that they didn't want someone to call them. Yeah. Um, but they also get sent an email with a link to book an initial consult. And the reason why they get a call and they get a link to book an initial consult is, you know, just in case Amy can't call them straight away or if she calls them and they don't answer or she calls them and it's not a good time, she can say to them, well, I've already sent you an email with a link to book in. Make sure you book in and we'll talk when it's convenient for you. So it's good to do both just to it shows cover that you're your bases. Interested. It shows yeah. that you're interested, but you understand they're busy business owner and mm -hmm. then gives them the option to work around their schedule, not yeah. yours. Yeah. And then if you want to get any extra information, like um, you can really ask for whatever you want. You can ask for the size of their business. Like if you mostly work with small businesses, you can ask for, you know, their employee number range or um, whatever you need to determine what kind of service they're, they might be looking for, what kind of price point they're looking at. Um, and you can tailor your emails, like your automated emails based on that as well, if you want. Um, if, if you give certain services to smaller businesses and certain services to bigger businesses, then you can you know, explain that to them in an email. Um, it, there's really no limit to- There isn't. I really do. like too how like you guys have set this up for both Savvy and Off The Hook where um, you create a like question form in Airtable and then you give them, so with Amy um, and Off The Hook, that if they want to pre-fill out the initial consult form, they mm. can. So they can actually make so much more use of the initial consult call with Amy yeah. to get so much more organized. Um, where again, it does half of your work for you. <laughs> yeah, if you yeah. have our initial consult form, mm -hmm. a lot of people will. Um, which it's just an Airtable form. And so either you can fill out the form with them on the phone or um, you can send it to them in that email when they book in or mm -hmm. when you send them the link to book in um, for the initial consult. And you can ask them in the email, fill out this form so I can you know, help you as efficiently as possible when we actually chat. And then make sure you look at their answers before you have the meeting with them. Yes, again, so you can guys, get an idea so of their business and already know where you're standing before you talk to them. Yes, it's so important. Anytime you ask for something or anytime someone provides you something, make sure you always read it. I'm really careful about that. So anytime you guys book in a time with me, we have on the form what you want to talk about, what stage you are in your business, everything. That is so that I can already know and kind of understand what we're going to be discussing before I even pick up the phone with you. That way, 
in those 15 minute chats that we have, we can get so much more work done and we can help you more. It goes the same for you guys. Make sure you read anything that they give you so that you can help support them more and make sure that you can know also if you want to work with them. <laughs> it helps you to figure out if they're going to be ideal clients or not. Yeah. It's yes. a sort of filtering process. Like yes. you might already know they book in a, a consult with you uh, and you look at their answers and you might already know that you don't normally deal with this kind of business. So you can go into the meeting already knowing. It's probably going to be a no for you, but you can figure yeah. out what they need so you can suggest another bookkeeper. Yeah. Yeah. There's no really reason why you can't refer them to someone else. Yeah. Yeah. I really love doing that. You know, it's one of those things we do as well. Like if, if Amy in off the hook doesn't match someone else, like she has a very specific ideal client, suggest them on to someone else because they still need a bookkeeper. And just because we don't work doesn't mean that we're just going to leave them high and dry. Mm. Um, it's really important to, you know, support other people and everyone knows other bookkeepers and uh, even with all of our clients, we don't have any one client that has the same ideal client. Like, mm. yeah, it's, it's great. Whether you're in a different location or you like a different industry or you like a different size business or you like just a different personality to work exactly. with. It's great. It's awesome. So that's kind of the initial consult form. Um, and we kind of chatted about how, having a booking form for your clients is really great. That way it also helps them understand that they can't just always call you up for like an hour chat. They need to book in with you. It shows that you value your time and you value their time as well. So anytime, like let's say you do quarterly catch ups, you can send them the link to say, I want to make sure that I'm giving you a call at a time that suits you best. They get the link, they can book through the website. It's super easy, painless. You don't have to be like, oh no, I'm busy on Friday in the afternoon. What about Monday in the morning? It makes it save you guys a lot of time. Yeah, and this comes back a little bit to what we talked about in the Priorities Masterclass. Yes. Uh, where you can set the times that you want to be available for your clients. You can go into your booking software that you use, whether that's Calendly or Acuity or whatever, mm-hmm. and you can set up that you're only going to be available for client meetings at this section of time on this day and this section of time on this day. And then your clients get the link for that calendar and then they can mm-hmm. only book in with you during those times that you want to have them book in with you. It saves you a lot of time and it makes sure that, you know, everyone is, especially, you know, there's a lot of extroverts and introverts and a combination of the two who are bookkeepers. So if you find it difficult to just easily chat with people, um, like I find it really easy. I love getting on the phone and chatting, but even me sometimes certain days and certain times, I know I'm not the best phone time (laughs) like the phone person so that way you can make sure that anytime you are possibly going to be booked in with a client you're going to be able to actually have an effective call with them 
instead of let's say you're in the middle of spreadsheets and budgeting and you're in that flow and talking just doesn't go very well at that point in time, make it so that they can never book in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you can just, if you have it on your website, mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be, you know, not every page on your website is visible to the public. You can yes. have pages that are not listed in your menu and your clients can get the link to these hidden pages that have your booking calendar on them, which is yes. what we do with Savvy. We it have is. some hidden pages with our booking calendars. Um, and they have the link to it. And if they try to contact you to have their meeting outside of booking, you just refer them back to that page. It's amazing. And yeah, they just have to book in. It's great. And it just, it really shows that, yeah, you value your time, but you also value theirs. Like I do it all the time. I know anytime I am calling clients, I am interrupting their day. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I much prefer leaving a message and then sending them an email to say book in a time where we can have a chat so that yeah. I'm not interrupting their day. It, it works much nicer. Um, another thing that works really well with websites and automations and workflows is let's say you have an ongoing health check offer that you always offer your clients, like an actual product that people can buy right off of your website or a lot of people are still doing JobKeeper, like a base price for JobKeeper. Um, to make it easier for you, you can make it so that they can buy this product, well, service really, um, on the website without you having to ask any questions or do anything. And as soon as you buy, it goes through all the questions that they need, you need to have answered once they buy it. Mm. You want to chat about how that can be done a bit? What are they using to purchase it? What do you mean? Well, if, you, if they're, as in like they click that they want to buy something yeah. and then so, you can invoice them for it. Yeah. And then you can like send through all of the like stuff that they need to fill in so that you can actually do the Yeah. So it, it's really similar. Like once you set up one of these Form and forms is the way workflow. to go. <laughs> yeah, once you set up one, you you pretty much you can do anything. Um, so it's basically the same process. They would you set up the form um, that has all the questions, mm -hmm. and and maybe not even like for JobKeeper. I mean, you're going to need to ask some pretty sensitive yeah. information that you're not going to just have them put through your website because you know there is security security stuff um so you would ask them the basic questions that you need to get an idea of what their requirements are mm -hmm. and then once they fill out the form they would get added to a workflow uh or automation depending on what your software calls it um and then you would send them an automated email with a link to a table form uh, that has all of the questions that you need to gather all of the information that you need to do their job keeper. Yeah. Or, yeah. And it would also, of course, send you a notification that this person has requested this specific service from your website. Yeah. And all of that, you don't have to do anything. Yeah. But your you do. Just does it. Yeah. It's you just it. have to set it up in the first place. Yeah. 
it's that's it. once it's, it's done it's done and then you just get notified whenever anybody fills out the form yeah and, and they've already got their extra form to fill out with all their yeah. personal details for it makes yeah. everything so much smoother and so much easier just to have those easy things that like if you are like Amy and are a health check and rescue guru and you are doing this all the time this just helps you streamline the process of getting in and doing all those investigations um, mm -hmm. so that you have more time to actually help the client as much as possible yeah um, it's great I, I love you can it. add those things in your initial contact form as well mm -hmm. if someone like you can give them a bunch of different checkboxes as check boxes uh, and ask do you need a health check do you need JobKeeper do you need BAS do you need blah 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 um, and then again that's extra information that you now already have about them so when you're setting up their file once they you know agree to work with you because you're amazing yeah um, you already know exactly what what you need to send to them, what authority docs you need to send, what you need to set up. You already have so much information and also what extra information you need to get from them to be able to do the things that they want you to do. Yeah. You can just send them links to forms and yeah, it makes right. it so much instead easier. And you don't have to keep calling them. I was just going to say instead and of asking, calling them Oh, over by the way, I also need again. this information. Oh, and I also need this. And I forgot to ask you about this. And I'm going to send you this link now. And then I'm going to send you this link. And like next week, oh, I remember I have to send you this. It helps you get everything organized in one go. And your clients will be very impressed. Yes. Yes, it's a great first impression to show that you are that organized mm -hmm. and it's just nice. It, it, everything's just sorted. It's just done. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's great. Um, another thing that works really well, which I know we've talked about multiple times, but leg magnet follow ups. <laughs> These are amazing with the website. Obviously, you can't do a lead magnet really without the website. No. Um, but we have amazing lead magnet follow-up processes. Mm. Um, I quite love them and I think it just really provides a fantastic relationship right off the bat with our clients as well. And we worked quite a bit on this, the two of us, um, the last, what, six months? kind of thing um, to make sure that we have a really good follow-up process and that you guys are finding out exactly what you need to see if, you know, our resources are going to help you, mm. basically. So when someone downloads a lead magnet or requests a lead magnet, yes. Um, again, it's pretty much the same process the to same set that up. You put a little form. Coincidence here. <laughs> you just put a little form on the website that just asks for, like for a lead magnet, you don't need all the bells and whistles yeah. and everything. Just like, you know, their name and their email is generally enough. Maybe their business phone name number. if you want it. Name, phone number, name. email. Yeah. yeah, just the basics. Um, and the button will say something like download yeah. now or yeah. something. Uh, but it doesn't actually download immediately. It triggers a workflow to send them an email with the link to download. Mm -hmm. And then about a week later, they'll get another email 
saying, hey, you requested this thing. How's it going for you? Do you need some help with it? And then another week later, hey, you've had this thing for two weeks now. I hope it's been really helpful for you. Uh, feel free to book in a free initial consult so we can chat about it and see how else I can help you. Yes. For example. Yes, and it's amazing. And what is really good, especially for those of you who are starting to get on the CRM client management tool, um, mm -hmm. you are able to also book in tasks for yourself. So let's say someone's downloaded a lead magnet, even if you don't have a CRM, um, you can have it, an email being sent to you to notify you that someone has downloaded your lead magnet and that, you know, in usually you don't like to call them as soon as you download the lead magnet. Mm -hmm. Come on guys, we're all business owners. No one has time to look at it right away. <laughs> Um, so usually like, you know, a week or two weeks or a month afterwards, mm. you need to call and check in on them, see how it's gone. Yeah. If answer um, their questions. <laughs> so for the example I did before, where they get hmm. three emails, one, each one a week apart. Yep. You would probably do it for maybe, uh, you'd set, set like a notification for yourself, um, for a week after you send the them email. the invite to book. Yes. So if they don't book, then you give them a ring. And if they do book, you obviously don't give ring them a ring. Because that's annoying. <laughs> you ring them and for the time that they called, asked you to ring. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so, so any, any kind of workflow software, um, will will enable you to set time delays between emails that are sent so yeah, yeah. spread them out a week each and then send yourself a notification that hey this person uh downloaded this and now it's time for you to follow up with them yeah and it's super easy and it's all one of those things again coincidence you set it up once and then it just yeah. does it for you and it tells you when you need to actually do something about it. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just so much easier than manually doing everything. Like I know yeah. there's a couple um, of our clients right now. It's amazing. I'm so proud of you guys. You're actually creating content and you're sending it out to people, which is amazing. But the next step now is to actually put that content into a lead magnet so you can send it the link to people instead of mm -hmm. actual document to people so that you can have the workflow that goes automatically instead of manually sending them the document and then reminding yourself to follow up with them. <laughs> Cause yeah. I don't know about you guys, but my brain does not remember when to follow up with everyone. <laughs> There's a limit. <laughs> and even if you can remember some things like I was, talking to some one of our clients this week about this exact thing, like just getting stuff out of your head. You don't yeah. need to remember it. Yeah. That's what like task management apps are for or reminders are for. Yeah. You don't need to remember. There's a button for that. <laughs> I love buttons. <laughs> that for that. Anything that like your head doesn't need to be filled with all these things that like th there's much more important things for you to remember than when to follow up with clients. So you can set reminders for that. 
Yeah. And it, it, it makes you, I find like, since we've been able to get these automations and everything all going, like I find it, it's like there's a weight off my shoulders and I know the clients are still being followed up, even if it's not by me. And I feel like my mind is open to be able to be focusing on more things that we can support them with, mm-hmm. which is really good for bookkeepers right now because again, things are still continually changing with COVID and things are still needing to be updated. You know, keeping in constant contact in some way with your clients is more important than ever right now. Um, and it kind of leads me into the next workflow that comes from your website um, is basically having a blog or you can call it articles. You can call it whatever you'd like, no matter what, it's still a blog. Um, Technically, yes. It's still technically a blog. Um, But having that availability of sending out communication to current clients, even just to educate them on what's happening right now in the market, like what's happening with JobKeeper, what's happening with different grants that are coming out, different support systems. Um, And the best way to do it is really just by writing a blog and then setting up IRSS feed to send an email to your clients to let them know that that's what's being new in case they wanna read that article. Do you wanna tell them what an RSS feed is? Because no one will know. <laughs> Basically, an RSS feed is a fancy name to say a, a link to your blog feed. Mm. Yeah, like basically. Um, so you can you can set up an automation in an email through Square, or like we do ours through HubSpot. We used to do it through Active Campaign. Um, they both do it. And you can get a link to your blog and you can use it to send emails from the automation that has all the details about the blog post in it. And you can get that to send out weekly or however often you post blogs and it will have the image and the title and a little blurb about the blog post. And it goes out to all the people who are interested in your blog and you don't need to do anything. You can just post Maybe. to your website. And if you've got your RSS feed emails set up, then it will just send that out whenever it, whenever you tell it to, basically. Yeah, it's and it's such a great way of keeping everyone up to date. Like, it's we do it ourselves at Savvy. And if you don't want to read the email, then don't read the email. Like, you don't have to read every single blog. But your clients will 100% be so grateful to have that extra bit of information going out to them, even just, yeah, once a month, like Mm. let them know that you're thinking about them, that this might be suitable for them. And that's just all how you write your email. Don't be like, Hey, this is my new blog. Read it. Yeah. (laughs) You write the email. Yeah. Just FYI, I wrote this here. (laughs) Yeah. you, You write the email to be like, Hey, just to let you know, this blog has come up with everything going on. I thought you might be interested and I thought it might help you and your team mm-hmm. um, to know what's going on and, and know that I'm thinking about you and that we're here to support you, yeah. basically. Um, 
it, it's just a great way to educate people and allow, again, something that we were talking about yesterday, um, last week was the helping potential clients become your ideal clients. Mm. If they're not your ideal client yet, add them to, of course, get their permission, but add them to yeah. your feed and so that they can get the emails as well and start getting educated as well so that you're providing them value added free resources that can still help them while they're becoming businesses that are your ideal clients. That's another really great use for lead magnets as well. It is. You can get yes. people to sign up to your blog as in, so signing up to someone's blog means signing up to receive their RSS emails. Yes. That's, that's all it is guys. That's FYI. what that, that, that that's what is. that means. Um, so yeah, you can say, sign up for my blog and get this free thing, lead magnet. And then you get their email for your blog posts. You can get them as like, you know, a contact in your CRM and yeah. It's amazing. It's, it's there's, there's like, like leads. Yeah, there's so many options for what your website can do. Like it is not just for your static content. It's not just to tell them who you are, like you're about us, your services. That's that that's the core. Mm. Yeah, that's the core, you know, having your contact it's page, your service. Main purpose, but it's not the sole purpose. Mm. It can be really the starting point of all these workflows that you set it up once and then it just streamlines everything. And I, it's so great. So I'll check in cause we use HubSpot. We, that's our CRM. Um, I can go in and if you have a CRM and use it, no matter how amazing your CRM is, even the most simplistic ones. And I can say that cause I've used really, really simple ones. And then I've used the big megas like HubSpot you can still go into your customer's profile. Basically you click on contact and you go into John Doe with the workflows that can be set up through your website. You can even monitor to see what pages that they're going on on the website so that if they do book in a call with you, you kind of already know what they're going to be wanting to talk about. So that you can, I, I typically get resources ready so that when I do call and I think this is what they want to talk about, I can help them so much more. And it's all like, yes, it's all managed through a CRM and you don't have to use the big crazy um, integrated ones like HubSpot. There are ones that are for smaller businesses. Um, but it makes it so that it's all there. You can see exactly what's going on with their use of the website, what lead minutes they've checked into to see if they do the blog, if they're on you know, any database. And it, it, it all comes from the website. Mm -hmm. it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. I love the workflows and website. It just really helps to communicate your marketing message even further as well. Like, with the automated you, emails. Yeah. Go ahead. It makes you seem professional. Yeah. Um, and, and it makes your life easier as well. Yeah. It's kind of similar to what we were talking about last week where getting a website is, you know, it's, it's 
it's a big upfront commitment. Mm. Um, but it's, but then you don't really need to do much else with it after you get it set up. Giving back really. Yeah. This, this, these automations that come from um, like, you know, the, the blog feed and the booking links mm. and all of these automated emails and everything that are linked and triggered by forms on your website. Yeah, you have to set it up and it takes a little bit of a time commitment. But once it's it set works. up, you don't really need to touch it like ever again unless you want to edit what the emails say. Yeah. And then and then it's all done. It's amazing. You have all of this nice stuff and you don't have to manually send the emails and you don't have to, um, you know, try to remember when to follow up after people download your lead magnet or whatever. It's, all it's amazing. You, and you only have to set it up once. And one thing, cause I know there's a couple um, business owners that we deal with that are in the point where they're thinking of doing semi-retirement semi or retirement processes are going in their head. Um, what's really good about having a website too with these automations is that if you want to hand your business over to someone else and sell it, your, what, your business itself is worth more because it has these automations created that yeah. streamlines your business. Like that's also something that we don't really talk about very often, but mm -hmm. doing stuff like this and setting up your company to basically almost run part of it itself yeah. makes your business more valuable. So it sets you up to have a more successful selling of your business as well. Yeah, that's, if that's what you want to do, then yeah, it's uh, definitely going to help you. I'm going to make your business work so much more to sell mm. it if you have all these processes already set up. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. So I hope you guys enjoyed our little second week in a row rant about how much we love websites. Automations. Um, automations are amazing. Um, so over the next few weeks, we are going to be doing, doing some more nerding out to automations and workflows. So get ready guys, but, um, promise there's always a reason for it. We're not just getting on a podcast to nerd out with you, um, but it's always fun to do so. Um, one thing I do want to do just at the end of this podcast is again, is to remind everyone, if you've tried to join our iHeart bookkeeping, our iHeart payroll Facebook groups, and you haven't been approved, go rejoin the groups and just answer the questions that um, we've asked you to answer. We can't actually allow you into the group without you answering them. So please feel free to go back. We really want to join, to have you join to the community and get involved um, in all things savvy, but we just need you to answer those questions before we can click approve. Um, that way we can just make sure that everyone joining into the group are, you know, similar mindset and also just wanting to have a really healthy bookkeeping environment. Yes. Do you want to do the sign off today? Yeah, we can all stay safe, stay sane, and stay savvy. Bye, guys. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to The Bookkeeper's Voice. We'll be back next week, so subscribe to future episode notifications. Do you want to be more efficient? Get instant access to our free template of the month. Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au slash freebie. Would you love to connect with other Savvy Bookkeepers to get support and ideas? Join the Savvy Bookkeeper Facebook group. Do you need help with pricing, marketing, web design or business planning? Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au to see our services. Until next time, stay savvy.